Shalom and welcome to Jewish Meditation for Everyone, offered by the Institute for Jewish Spirituality. I'm Mark Margolius, Vice President of Faculty and Program at IJS, and this meditation is a previously recorded audio version of one of our ongoing daily meditations. We offer these meditations live every weekday, Monday through Friday, from 1230 to 1 p.m. Eastern Time, and they're also available on demand anytime at the IJS YouTube channel. This session is led by Rabbi Daniel Raphael Silverstein of Applied Jewish Spirituality in Israel, and it was offered on the IJS Daily Sit of Wednesday, September 6th, 2023. This is a meditation for refining our capacity for teshuva, for return, coming back to our higher selves and our divine source. We hope you enjoy it and find it meaningful. Well, hi, friends. Um, really wonderful. I'm looking at a gallery view as I like to, to see as many of your faces as possible. And uh, it's just so lovely to see many familiar faces and many new faces too. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit and teach a little bit about Teshuva, uh, the work of this season of returning. Uh, really, that's the literal meaning of Teshuvah, returning or responding. And uh, we often translate it, or well, we often find it translated as repentance or penitence even, uh, which is kind of true also. There's there's uh, there's something to that. But really, I, I find the, uh, the original and most direct and most literal meanings most helpful, a little bit less laden. Um, returning to our higher selves, returning to our divine source, returning to what we're really here to do. And um, that's what we're asked to do, as you may know, this season as we prepare for Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, the uh, day of Atonement, as some call it. And uh, we have a very, very beautiful text about returning, about Teshuvah in uh, Sefer Yitzhak. It's our oldest mystical work. This is a version by Rabbi Jill Hammer that just came out a few years ago. And I know that Jordan, thank you very much, Jordan, has the link uh, to share with you at the right time at some point uh, to this edition of it. There are other editions too, including by Aria Kaplan. Uh, but uh, this uh, very beautiful version by Rabbi Jill Hammer. First of all, I'm just going to read just a very short, just a few lines of, of uh, one passage that she translated so beautifully. And then, then I'll, I'll offer a little bit um, about why it's so relevant at the season from her words, from my words. And uh, I think uh, you'll see how it connects to our practice. It says, stop your mouth from speaking. Stop your heart from murmuring. And if your heart runs, return to the place. For scripture says, running and returning. Regarding this matter, a covenant was made. So I'll just read again, just a couple of lines from that. Stop your mouth from speaking. Stop your heart from murmuring. And if your heart runs, return to the place. It's from the first chapter of Sefi Yitzhak. And um, it's... Many of our commentaries talk about how this is a description of meditative practice in its most absolute, basic, primal form. And indeed, many of you may recognize it. We have, I once uh, joked on a meditation retreat that the practice is to shut up and sit down, right? That's before we can do much else. Like that is a prerequisite, right? So stop your mouth from speaking, 
stop your heart from murmuring. Of course, our, so our hearts in ancient Hebrew, especially in, in many Hebrew texts, is not just literally our heart, but our consciousness, our heart, mind, we might say. So places of emotion and thought in us stop it from murmuring easier said than done right we're not gonna like magically actually be able to stop feeling and thinking and if your heart runs if something goes on inside you if some thought or feeling does emerge return to the place and that return to read about in the commentaries and rabbi jill writes it so beautifully that return to the object in meditation return to the object we're gonna choose an object to focus on and anchor and keep coming back to it is teshuva. It's actually, in some ways, the most important act of teshuva that we'll ever make. Because every time we choose to make that return of returning to the object that we're going to choose, whether it's your breath or a place in your body, whatever you're going to choose, we are expanding our ability to choose full stop. We're expanding our freedom, we're expanding the gap between stimulus and response. And Rabbi Jill writes so beautifully that this teshuva has connotations of being an ethical return, a connota connotations of fixing ourselves ethically, as well as returning to the place, that the place in early rabbinic Hebrew can also mean the divine. And it can also mean our bodies, our embodied experience. All these things are in fact the same. And just to bring in one more idea to connect these things together, what we're doing when we place our focus as best we can on one object and one place in our body and our breath or whatever it is as best we can and of course we'll be distracted and then we keep coming back to it just like whenever we practice anything what we're doing according to the Kabbalists with the model of the tree of life is we're connecting the uppermost levels of reality what they call the sifirot of consciousness the gateways of life the ways that life manifests in this universe the upper ones in their metaphor are the most ethereal. They're the most hard to touch. They're, they're made of pure consciousness. And as the tree of life goes down, they gradually become more and more concrete. And what we're doing is we're connecting the bottom of the tree of life, which is Shekhinah, which is feminine, divine manifestation, life as it is in this world. Shekhinah, also called Malchut, sovereignty. We're connecting the bottom with the top. And that is what the Kabbalists say from the Zohar on is a very important way of describing teshuva, tashuv hey, to return the bottom, the hey, that's the bottom of reality, the manifestation of our physical world, to return that to as close as we can to consciousness, to divine source. So that's, we're just going to be doing a very kind of basic practice of trying to focus on the object, but I wanted to offer that frame of teshuva that what we're actually doing every time we go back to the object is remaking ourselves and remaking our world and bringing physical reality close to its source, unifying, we might say, the physical with the spiritual as intended, according to our mystics. So please choose an object, an anchor that's safe and supportive for you. Um, many of you may already have a go-to, one that you often use. And if you're not sure what to use, I'm going to suggest the soles of the feet or possibly your elbows, or any place in your body that's safe for you. And let's start practicing bringing our attention inside ourselves. Give ourselves a moment just to notice whatever's going on inside our system with as much compassion, 
and friendliness as we can. See if we can say shalom and welcome to whatever is there. And let's go to our chosen object or anchor. Could be that safe place in your body or some other thing that you use regularly, like your breath. If you're used to it, could even be something that you visualize or hear. Whatever it is, let's start working with it. Trying to be with it as faithfully as we can unifying our uppermost consciousness, what the Kabbalists call Chochmah and Bina, unifying that with this object, this tangible thing that we've chosen. And of course, in the course of our practice, you may notice that our attention has wandered. In the words of Sefer Yitzhah, our heart may run, something else may arise. And it's absolutely fine. That's what happens. And so we just take the advice of the text and of the practice. And with as much compassion as possible, we return to the place. We return our attention to that object. Let's do this practice of Teshuvah, remaking ourselves in silence now for around another 11 minutes and I'll come back in.
And as we come towards the end of our practice together, in a few moments, we're going to hear the sound of the shofar, a blast of the horn that we listen to attentively in the season of Teshuvah return, a sound intended to startle us out of our usual reverie, our usual thoughts, our usual habits. And having done this practice now for a few minutes together, having felt what it means like to return and make ourselves more free and know that we can do it. If only for a moment here and there, we can do it. Let's listen together to that sound of the shofar. Let it wake us up even more and know that it's ushering in a whole new chapter for us. The new year can be a new beginning, as deep as we would like it to be, as deep as we would let it be. Friends, we hope you found today's practice meaningful and supportive. If you like this series, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and please give us a five-star review. Also, check out jewishspirituality.org, where you can explore IJS's other free resources, courses, and programs to develop and deepen your Jewish mindfulness practice wherever you are on your journey. Please join us again soon. Thanks and blessings to you from all of us at the Institute for Jewish Spirituality. <laughs>